You might not realize it, but life has a soundtrack. For most of us, it sounds a bit like... But you can always change the station. In hundreds of Delta Airlines destinations, you can turn your soundtrack into a global chorus. Delta. Keep climbing. In today's economy, more people than ever are looking to buy and sell businesses. But how do you do it? Welcome to The Deal Board, presented by Transworld Business Advisors. Straight talk about real deals and real people. Listen to stories, interviews, and expert advice to help your business sale, merger, or acquisition process. Now, here are your business exit experts, Andy and Jessica. Welcome back, everybody. And today, we have an interesting show, and we're talking about changing consumer models, and specifically in two industries, restaurants and healthcare. And the name of the game in today's society, in today's economy, is change. And if we're not paying attention to change in our industry as business owners and entrepreneurs, sometimes it could pass us by. But we've got a couple really interesting topics to dive deep into today with two industry experts that really are on the leading edge of change. Yeah, we have two people. We have Patrick Four from Fleet.net, uh, and Fleet's a great company. Uh, so their model, and the basic way to boil it kind of down, is they want to turn the restaurant business into the ice cream man kind of business, where you'd be sitting in your house, and you used to hear the bells, and you used to run outside and buy some ice cream. And it was it wasn't that you were looking to buy ice cream, that you ordered ice cream. It was there, so you decided to have it. It was more of an impulse purchase. What they envision is that these vans are going to be rolling around town, and you're going to be able to buy uh, food on the fly. You're watching the game, and all of a sudden there's a pizza, and they're going to and they're going to have advertisements on your phone that there's a pizza. So it's a very interesting kind of model. Yeah. And I mean, it's just building on the food delivery model that's totally changed the game in the restaurant industry really in the last, I mean, two years, right? I mean, Uber Eats, Postmates, all that stuff. If you think about it, doesn't. it's not that long ago, we are all now used to just having food show up at our doors, but it's only been a couple of years. But um, this changing of the consumer model, the food coming to you has really changed the restaurant industry and increased some sales in restaurants drastically and diversified their revenue as well. Yeah, and it's really changed the way what what restaurants need as far as facilities are concerned. I mean, I walk into my favorite uh, Chinese restaurant and it has a ton of seating and it's constantly empty. And I'm always afraid these guys are going to go out of business, but there's people running in and out buying business in between DoorDash and Uber Eats. And um, and the funny thing was people, you know, of course, this Chinese restaurants historically were heavy delivery and they also employed drivers. But now you don't even need to employ drivers. These companies are just coming to your door and putting, you know, putting it all together, putting your menu online and putting, and then all of a sudden you're selling. I've seen some restaurants over 50% is going out the door. Yeah. And, and to your point, it's not just the Chinese restaurants anymore. I mean, in our market, we have some very high-end restaurants that offer delivery now um, and specialty foods and everything. I mean, you can pretty much get any type of cuisine you want, but it's it's really this changing consumer model of the the food or the service being brought to you. And then I know our second interview too, different industry, but same type of change in the consumer model, right? 
Yeah, so we have Sunil Shinoy from our staff, our M&A staff, but he has a huge healthcare background. He's been with private equity groups uh, that specialize with healthcare. He's been on the board and uh, employed by a healthcare company doing roll-ups. So over the years, he's seen a lot of change in healthcare. And what we're seeing now is going at a breakneck pace of changing the way we do healthcare. I know... Um, at my partner company, UFG, uh, I, I was asking uh, one of my coworkers closed the door. He came out. He goes, oh, I was just at a doctor's appointment. I'm like, what do you mean? Did you, did you leave? And he's like, no, I was on my computer going to the doctor. And I'm like, you know, how amazing is that? All this telehealth now that if you just need a prescription for a sore throat or if you need an update of, of, of some sort of prescription, you don't even have to go in anymore. No, I mean, you know, Zoom, how we're recording this podcast right now, video um, is is very useful for these new doctor appointments. And then you also have the doctors, the concierge doctors that come to you or come to your house. I know one of our employees, two sick kids, didn't want to drag them to the doctor's office. So the doctor came to them, um, which is also amazing, by the way. I mean, how how you know, much time does it take to have to, you know, take your two kids, run into the doctors, wait in the waiting room. So much needed and and it should take off and it is taking off. But again, it's this, this concept of services coming to the consumer rather than the su- consumer having to go to the services. And it's going to be an industry game changer. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing worse as having kids than taking your kid in for a well visit to the, oh, to the waiting room. They, the doctor used to actually have two waiting rooms, sick waiting room and healthy waiting room. And it didn't matter because everybody got sick after they went. to the Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, this is, it's, it, it's a game changer. I just think about the specialty medicines that you could get the best doctors in the world and you don't have to fly to wherever you know, you're going to obviously hospitals around the world are now opening up outposts everywhere, but they're, they're going through this consumer change as well, but it's all good. It's all good for us. And whether it be in the healthcare business where we're going to get uh, healthcare by looking uh, at our computer and talking to either our computer or some of those new uh, Facebook phones or things like that, those little devices that you put on I think those are going to be the hot Christmas gift maybe this year. Um, and then, or like literally you're sitting at your, uh, you're watching the f- football game and, uh, you know, fleet network, uh, they have a client that's in the wing business or the pizza business knows that, uh, there's a high concentration of people in your town watching the Miami dolphin game. Cause it's away. And they're just going to roll around the town saying, Hey, hot pizza, hot pizza, hot pizza. And they're going to be shoving that into your phone. Uh, it's just a changing consumer model. Um, and everybody's got to watch out and, uh, be ready to pivot. Yeah. And I think that's the takeaway from the show. So if you're thinking, okay, how is this related to like buying and selling businesses or whatnot, but you know, here's two very different industries, you know, restaurant and healthcare and, and pivoting the same in a similar consumer model, but how can you take advantage of that in your industry? And really at the end of the day, you should be paying attention to what's going on in your industry because the change is either going to pass you by, or if you're able to optimize the change or be the leader in it, you're really going to add significant value to your business. Yeah, absolutely. I, I Everybody's got to be watching out for this. Uh, you know, we, I always talk about how the taxi drivers were Uberized. They were literally run over, no pun intended, uh, by the, you know, changes in the way ride share and way people get picked up and dropped off uh, for a ride, you know, riding on demand. 
Uh, and so that's going to happen. Everybody's looking for ways to disrupt your industry. So if you're not going to disrupt your industry, somebody else is trying to. So, you know, we at Transworld, uh, we are always trying to be on the cutting edge. We're always changing and experimenting with our consumer uh, model and trying to make it easier uh, for people to buy and sell. And, and, and I think things are going to change in the next decade. Uh, I don't think in 2030, uh, buying and selling businesses, ordering food, uh, going to the doctor is going to be the same uh, than it is uh, right now at the beginning of 2020. Yeah, definitely. So take notes on the show, even if you're not in either of these industries or you're not interested in these industries, you never know where your learning is going to come from. Actually, one of my biggest learning lessons this year came from sitting down with a rancher, um, like Cattle Ranch, and I applied that lesson to my business. You just never know where the ideas are going to spark. But again, two great interviews, a great show, and we hope you get lots of takeaways. Let's do it. Transworld Business Advisors is the world's largest business brokerage and mergers and acquisitions firm with over 500 brokers in nearly 200 offices worldwide. Transworld's team handles thousands of business sales every year. To be connected with a qualified business broker or learn more about the buying and selling process, visit tworld.com forward slash the deal board or call 888-719-9098. Hey, we're back and we have a very special guest with us. We have Sunil Shinoy from Transworld M&A Advisors. And Sunil's been working in many uh, businesses over the years uh, and several of them. He's watched a lot of consumer shifts uh, in consumer models. And that's what we're talking about today. And uh, specifically, uh, Sunil's been working in the uh, comfort, what would you call comfort wellness uh, he does have a medical background and a kind of medical vertical slant on some of his acquisitions and sales uh, and buy side arrangements. But uh, Sunil, let's talk a little bit about what you're seeing out there in the industry as far as wellness is concerned and changing consumer models. Yeah, thanks, Andy. I think uh, you know. Uh, I, firstly, thank you so much for having me here. I, I and and I, I and I love talking about uh, this subject because uh, you know it's it's very close to my heart, and uh, you know I'm very passionate about uh, wellness. Wellness is a you know broadly a broad term. I mean, it covers uh, physical and mental well-being, but uh, it's a nebulous term that incorporates uh, you know wide range of in- industries. And I think what's important about um, you know uh, uh, the uh, the demographics here plays a big role. You know, we have uh, more and more millennials right now in the workforce. You know, baby boomers are coming to retirement age, and and we're seeing that they're you know they, they they're they're more aware, and uh, and 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 they're spending a lot of money on you know caring for their mental and physical well being. Now that's resulted in a $4.8 trillion industry. That's the wellness industry as per the latest estimates by the Global Wellness Institute. And what's more <laughs> astounding is that it's growing at 12%. Wow. At a rate of 12%. How many industries do we know are, that are growing at that rate? Not many. And obviously, it's a, it's a big deal. I mean, people are really uh, want to be well, and there's so much information out there that is being passed around, certainly through the internet and disinformation. So, uh, you know, what are you seeing? How are people kind of uh, approaching this industry now? And how are companies going to, you know, be a part of that 12, uh, you know, 12% growth? 
Yeah, I think I think there are many areas. I think there's personal care and beauty. There's healthy eating, nutrition and weight loss. There's wellness tourism. With wellness tourism alone, you have like we had 204 million trips into the U.S. with a spend of 241.8 billion dollars. Wow! You know, so you know, there's it's a it's a pretty wide industry. I mean, wellness tech is a great area. Two billion dollars went into startups last year in wellness tech which covers the mind, body, and space. So talk about wellness tech, you know, give me an example of a good wellness tech kind of thing. Yeah, so I, I, I would say I, I'll take the example of a, a, a very cool, uh, you know, um, app that's called Calm. It's a meditation app. Sure. And I know you like to meditate, Andy. So I'm trying, I'm trying. I think you can relate to this, right? So, I mean, consumer preferences are clearly changing. Calm, you'll be happy to learn that raised the company raised $88 million in its last round. Wow. So that just tells us, you know, what investors are also, how investors are, are viewing this space, you know? So, uh, yeah. All right. So, so w what else do you see? Like how, obviously people are using apps and people are going online. Uh, you know, so what do you see companies doing as, and what are some of the opportunities that we have? Obviously, uh, we're, we're going to talk about a listing of the week uh, in a later in in, in the segment uh, here on the show about a, a wellness company that's in the sit stand uh, desk uh, business. Yes, uh, but there's other things out there, right? There are lots of other things out there. I think uh, you know wellness, as I said, is a broad term. So I think we're seeing uh, a lot of you know activity in. Uh, I would say even in, in physical therapy, you know, in, in, in massage, you know. And in fitness. In fitness. In nutraceuticals. <laughs> in yes, 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 yes. You name it, you know, holistic healing. You know? Yeah, holistic. I mean, you know, and it's funny. You would think the days of the carpetbagger with snake oil would be over uh, in the 1800s or the, you know, early 1900s, but it seems to be even more prevalent now. I mean, obviously it, it, people are trying to get to the right information so they're getting good products. And then we see that, right? Yes, absolutely. I think uh, we are seeing more and more of that. I, I, I also see that, you know, I, I think people are, are, are now realizing and learning, uh, you know, ab about the significance and importance of, uh, you know, an overall uh, uh, good mental, emotional, physical wellness program. And that's increasing, you know, uh, uh, that's resulted in a huge industry around not, not just, uh, you know, um, uh, cosmetics and, you know, uh, and, and dermatology related stuff, but, but also, you know, what's interesting is, you know, people are now, you know, um, have got, like Fitbit, for example, let's take the classic example of Fitbit, right? Fitbit, you know, what, what does it do? It tracks, you know, your heartbeat, right. you know, it tracks your, you know, overall, uh, it's got many different indicators for your health. So I think just look at the last acquisition that happened in this space was the acquisition of Fitbit by Google, right? So there has been a lot of focus and I would say, look at, look at some very interesting startups that are coming up in this space uh, and also look at uh, some emerging companies that we have listings for right. in this space. 
and and uh, you know we'll be happy to share details with uh, with our um, yeah we have good listings and we have uh, we have plenty of buyers too right so we have yes. plenty of people interested in the buy side you were talking today about the forty thousand investors out there there's so much dry powder out there that if if companies are working in this space and and it goes beyond that it goes by beyond the way we're delivering medicine I bet I mean the telehealth industry and all these things that yes. are going to really change the consumer models, the way people get their healthcare, the way people are, I mean, just look at Amazon, the way people are buying food and and what kind of food they're getting and what kind of nutraceuticals they're getting. I mean, it's just crazy, right? Yes, absolutely. I think it's explosive. Uh, this is an industry to keep a close watch on and uh, and there are going to be, there's going to be a lot more activity uh, that'll be, uh, that we'll be seeing in this space. Yeah, so uh, it, there's a lot of good stuff. I think it's all good, by the way. Yes. I think this is positive for the consumer out there. It's positive for uh, people that, you know, I think it, people are getting away from highly processed foods. And, you know, those kind of things are coming to light and more and more real results are being tracked now. I think that's yes. one of the things that, you know, yes. think something like a Fitbit or something, you could really have good data on what drives health or what drives, you know, wellness. Yeah, you nailed it, Andy. I think, uh, I, I think people are, are um, you know, are, are very, they, they want to be very close to their health. And I think, uh, you know, app, whether it's an app or it's, uh, you know, office wellness program, or uh, it's uh, the type of food we consume, you know, people are spending in everything linked to wellness. So I would say, you know, we're doing a lot of good karma as well right. by, you know, investing and also in this space and, uh, you know, in terms of our own focus and resources as well at Transworld. Right. So there's a lot of good things going on there. Transworld's at the forefront and we are here to help companies uh, buy and sell into this industry and uh, give us a call. And uh, give Sunil a call. We'll talk more about uh, the wellness industry. We've done a lot of deals in that in this in that space: nutraceuticals, health, uh, insurances, uh, certainly in the uh, in 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 all tech, kinds of in tech yeah, as well. tech as well. So yes. give us a call. And thank you, thank yeah, you. No, Andy. That, thank it's you great so talking about this. So thank you for coming on. Oh, today. No, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much, Andy. Hey, Andy. Do you know what time it is? It's time for our deal of the week. Deal of the week. Sold. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And I have a returning guest, JT Tatum from Transworld Business Advisors of Western South Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. And upstate South Carolina. There you go. I'll yeah. get that right. We'll figure it out. But it's great That's having great. you on again because you're just like a great deal maker, motivated, super energetic guy. And so tell us about another business you sold. Uh, this is a, this is a great deal of the week here, Andy. You know, we often work with strategic buyers. We talk about that and foreign buyers. And uh, foreign buyers, one of the best parts of us as Transworld is we have, you know, 3,000 listings and buyers coming in from all over the world. And in this particular case, we had a local restaurant. Uh, it was a second location for this particular restaurant owner. And uh, after opening it, getting it up and running, he decided that he wanted to keep spending more time at his first location. So, hey, let's put it on the market. Uh, so I met him and uh, we sat down, went through what he thought he wanted for the business. And he was asking about $125,000 after a year of operation. They do about 600000 uh, in revenue. Hmm. And uh, most, of the, most of the first year, obviously, was a lot of expense. So he wasn't showing a huge profit. 
So he said, let me just get out of it, what, you know, a little bit what, uh, about what I put into it. I said, that's fine. But I've got a service that we provide, and I think you should take a look at it. And he said, what's that? And I explained our broker opinion of value, being able to look at his business and multiple different measurements to see what the market would tell us that business would sell for. So he said, okay, I, I, I agree with you. Let's do that. So we did it. And after the broker opinion of value report and research was done, we came back with a listing price of 156000 which was basically, you know, $30,000 more than he originally wanted for the business. So we marketed it at that level and uh, was contacted by a buyer who was actually from Turkey hmm. looking to come to the U.S. Uh, and buy a business so he could move his family here. Um, he had 14 years of restaurant experience in Turkey, running a restaurant with his brother, doing $6 million a year in annual revenue, wow. serving 1,000 to 1,500 people a day. Wow. I mean, this guy knows restaurants, okay? He sees this restaurant and says, I can do something with this thing. And so he was able to put a deal together. He has a friend that lives here in the States. They were, they were uh, childhood friends. The guy's a citizen of the U.S. It was an all-cash deal. And uh, came to the table, not only 156, but plus inventory. So that business sold for $165,000 when the original asking price in the seller's mind was going to be 125. Right. So uh, the payback on spending a little bit of money doing a BOV was uh, highly rewarding. Yeah, less than $3,000, put another thirty grand in his pocket. He was pretty happy with that result. Yeah. And that's, you know, the, uh, we talk about doing deals and we talk about preparing to doing deals and that's a great way to prepare to do a deal. It gets you in the right frame of mind and it gives you the ability to show the buyer the thought process behind the deal, but, but behind the price. Absolutely. Cause every buyer is going to ask multiple questions, Andy, you know that I know that two of them are going to be, if the business is so good, why is he selling it? Well, that was an easy story to tell because he wanted to go back and concentrate on his first restaurant. The second question every buyer is going to ask is, how'd you come up with that price? Right. And so the BOV really gives us a way to be able to answer that question with some cold, hard facts. And in this case, the seller was more than happy to ask that price and the buyer was more than happy to pay it. And it was a good deal for good people. That's great. JT, if somebody wants to get in touch with you to do a BOV or to sell a business, how best to get in touch with you? Yes. Uh, best way to get is by email at JT Tatum. That's J double T A T E is an echo, M is in Mike at tworld.com or by phone 864-315-8998. Great. Great job. Great job getting that seller in the right frame of mind and bringing uh, someone who obviously wanted to get out of a tough situation in Turkey to come here to live the American dream. Good job. Good stuff. Thanks for having me, Andy. Appreciate your time, buddy. Hey, we're back. And we are talking about, you know, disruption and the change in the consumer model out there in the world. And everybody is, you know, concerned when they're buying a business, are they buying the right business that has a, you know, current consumer model or some one that could be molded? And there's tons of opportunity out there. And our guest today, Patrick Four from Fleet Network, has a very unique business in the food delivery business. Uh, he'll tell you more. And that industry is on fire. So Patrick, welcome and give us a little bit of background of what Fleet Network is and, you know, how you got involved and where is it going? Andy, great to be with you. Thank you for the opportunity to share 
you know, as a former restaurant executive for over a decade, uh, I could tell you with high degree of confidence that the the restaurant delivery marketplace has changed and evolved. And, you know, I think uh, uh, a couple of your colleagues and I, we laugh about this when we're all able to shop now with convenience in mind including, you know, being able to shop in your pajamas, you know, what has that done to traditional brick and mortar? And more specifically, what has that done to traditional restaurants, right? You know, we're watching uh, all of these convenience uh, drivers change the way that food delivery happens. And so my company, Fleet uh, Network, is designed to promote one thing, Andy. What we what we see the, the grocery and restaurant delivery marketplaces becoming are third party aggregators. What Fleet provides, in one word, is control. Right. Control over off premise sales, and and we do that with four important elements. We offer control over your brand, the quality of the food being delivered the important customer data, and we do it with control over costs. And we think that that's a delivery 2.0 model versus where we're seeing Instacart for grocery, Postmates, DoorDash for restaurants being, I think, delivery's early days. Um, and I'm sure you read the headlines just like we do. Something is changing. And, and the, the, the nice part is, is the, the customer is not going to stop demanding convenience. So at Fleet, we've got a platform and we should think about it like that, that offers mobility. At the end of the day, Andy, the best way I could kind of share with your audience the view of the future is kind of going back uh, back into yesteryear. As a, as a kid, you always wanted ice cream, right? right? And I didn't know I wanted ice cream until you heard uh, the ice cream truck, right? Yeah, and then sure. What Coming did you do? You went inside, right? Yeah, exactly. You hear the jingle. You go inside, get a buck or two for mom or dad. Maybe now it's like five or ten bucks. Yeah. You can walk out and get like a, a dum-dum or a ho-ho, right? Well, immediately before you were doing that, before you had an ice cream experience, you heard the jingle. And it's it's the the, the view of the future fleet has is taking that, that same model of the ice cream truck but modifying it for adults. What if there were a way to take the best and brightest parts of what a restaurant did or the best, most high demand items and SKUs that a grocery did, put it on a vehicle, really old school, right? Put, put their best and brightest of what they do, and then use software to just in time communicate, hey, here's what I got, I'm right around the corner from you. And we think at Fleet that gets brick and mortar retailers, the, the small mom and pops to the regional to the national change, it gets them a bullet against Amazon and what Amazon's coming for. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. I have actually seen it in action. I We have a, a, a fellow colleague, my fellow colleague, Mike Shea, and friend uh, that that is involved, and he's a logistics guy. And so I see him using this. I mean, he's a busy guy. He's got kids. His wife works full-time in a, in a hospital in the healthcare and he's got two, you know, parents that he's also taking care of. Plus, he's my number one guy uh, closing deals. And he has been using one of your uh, customers to, you know, fulfill his needs. And I, I got to tell you, uh, Mike's a great guy. He, he's consulted and really helped uh, my company advance our understanding as, an, as, a, as a, a former route service representative manager, general manager. And so he, there's value that, that he brings to the table. And, 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 and customers like Mike, who have, let's all be, let's be very honest, who has more time, right? We all want to be able to sure. save that. How are we able to take 
what I what I say, how do how do we take the store to the customer's driveway? Right. When we order something from a, a, a fulfillment provider, it could be Amazon. I use Amazon. I'm not trying to vilify that. This is not sure. an anti-Amazon campaign. But when, it, when I do that, my customer journey is done when I hit click. Right. I'm done. And I get this box. Maybe it's got a smile. Maybe it's not. But I open the box and it's exactly what I ordered. But that 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 to me is what I call dead delivery. And it, 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 there should be something else in terms of an experience. And so when your food is cold, Maybe there's a bite of the food that's been that's now missing because the driver's hungry. I think it's it, it's easy to understand that when strangers are delivering strange food long term, it's kind of a strange brand value proposition. Right. And so that's why we want to advance being able to kind of be, be this mobility play, food anywhere right around the corner, and and be able to use a retailer and restaurant use their loyalty, um, their customers' loyalty programs to communicate with their own customers. So anyway, I, I guess from, from my level, from a, from a branding perspective, I see the, 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 the advent of the future looking a whole heck of a lot more like the past. Um, I know I don't think milk delivered at the door is probably going to come around anytime soon, but if you're over in England, it already happens. So it's, it's, uh, it's possible. But to talk a little less about fleet and a little bit more about where the changing dynamism for maybe your customers right. are, used to be the case where we would think about food or consumables or retail experiences with respect to proximity, right? What are we what are we hungry for, or what what are what, what do we have uh, time for? Now the construct is what can be delivered. Right, not what's convenient. That's always incumbent upon what we have limited time for. But now, what can be delivered? And brands that figure out—I don't care if you're in the landscaping business, pool cleaning business, whatever—doesn't make a difference. Brands that figure out a way to do something that blows the customer away, I think, win. Right, that it's the only way you're going to end up short-circuiting the customer's needs for convenience, hmm. and that becomes the currency. Right, time is our new currency. Right. So, um, I, I, I think that that's an important takeaway. Right. So it, it really, and, I, and I've been privy to looking at your platform and it's really a, a congruence of technology. I mean, like, isn't everybody a technology company these days? I mean, that's what it takes <laughs> to kind of implement. And, and while the customer, you know, for, you know, for, for you, I could imagine my phone jingling like the uh, ice cream man asking me if I want to go out and get an ice cream, but it's, you know, or some other You got skill. it. Right. Exactly. And, and here's how it works. You and I are sitting down watching the game, uh, ha having an afternoon or, or ha you know, it's Saturday afternoon. One of us gets a text message on our phone or an email or notification or a social media thread that happens to basically take over our phone screen, like the notifications where, you know, an iPhone user and Android, right? right? By immediately connecting with that available inventory, I'm able to say, Andy, no worries. I got some pizza and beer on the way. And you go, wait a minute. What do you mean? On the way, did you use DoorDash? No, actually the pizza and the beer are coming to me and we have a chance to shop in real time. And oh, by the way, if my wife or, or, or another family member of yours walks in the room, we go, you know what? Let's go ahead and get them to get something as well. It's the thing that you can't do, but all from the comfort of our couch. A couple minutes before the trucks arrive, you're getting just-in-time notification, and then you can communicate in real time with the driver. Hey, leave it at the front door. I'm not, you know, it's raining like cats and dogs outside. But this notion of um, the only address that a retailer should care about is our cell phone, 
is not new. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not creating a new construct when I say that, but that's the, that's what's on offer. And that's a little bit of, of how easy using our hardware slash software solution kind of gets, gets that differentiation, right? It's not just dead delivery. It's not strangers showing up at your door. It's a branded vehicle with the ability to blow the guest away by asking a simple question. Hey, Andy, you got dinner, no problem. But have you, have you thought about lunch? Have you thought about uh, getting somebody up for a neighbor next door that might be in ill health, right? It, it's that, wow, you're, you're, you're doing something as a brand that I didn't expect. That, I think, is where we're going in terms yeah. of retail. I agree. So uh, it, it sounds amazing. Where can somebody learn more about your business? So if they're a, if they're a company and they want to implement something like this, or if they're a consumer, maybe they were, they're interested to see if it's in their area, what's the best way to kind of see you know, what you're doing. The website is www.fleet, F-L-E-A-T, a little play on words, F-L-E-A-T.net. There they'll find not only our technology stack that's available from a software as a service, but also several videos that show you exactly how we're mobilizing ghost kitchens, right? This is our first use case. That's the best way. And my contact information is on there. Uh, if, if your listeners have any questions, I'll give you my email. It's Patrick at Fleet, F-L-E-A-T dot net. And happy to, uh, happy to engage with uh, the listeners that you have and answer questions. Patrick, thank you so much for coming on today. Very interesting stuff. And yes, it's, the world is changing extremely fast. So uh, look forward to seeing more from you. Eddie, thank you. Hey, Jessica, you know what time it is? Money time? Almost. It's time for listing of the week. Hey, we're back and it is Listing of the Week and we are talking about innovative companies and changing consumer models and all kinds of great things. And I have Sunil Shanoi from Transworld M&A Advisors, our M&A uh, division here at Transworld dealing with larger companies and uh, companies that need to be sold in a different manner. And uh, we've talked about M&A before here on the deal board. Uh, but Sunil, welcome. And let's talk about this deal. It's a unique deal, right? Absolutely. Hey, Andy, thank you so much for having me again. Uh, great to be back and so excited to be talking about this uh, great, innovative uh, business. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, related to uh, sit-stand desks and ergonomic uh, furniture. But what's really path-breaking about this company is it addresses a big issue today that we have um, in globally, uh, we have a, a population of approximately 3 billion people around the world globally that have, you know, desk jobs. Hmm. And, uh, you know, in the United States, the statistics are alarming. 84% of our workforce has a desk job. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, and, uh, at the average time someone spends at uh, sitting is uh, 10 hours. And uh, a lot of research has gone into this. There's a book called Get Up and Start Moving Around, you know, by uh, Dr. James uh, Levine, who says, you know, sitting in your chair is killing you because the research shows that sitting for extended periods of time is resulting in serious chronic illnesses such as diabetes, cancer, heart diseases, you know, and, 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 uh, and the consumer today is, uh, you know, as you can imagine, there's a shift in the demographics. You have more millennials, you know, out there and they're seeing this and they're looking at this and they want, they want, you know, wellness programs in the workspace. And so I, that's resulting in a, in a big shift. And I think our, our client 
is at the forefront, at the front frontier of this, uh, you know, uh, addressing this uh, this area, you know, which uh, which is uh, which is phenomenal. I mean, it's a uh, it's a it's predicted to be a two point eight billion dollar industry by twenty twenty five sit stand and desk industry, and there's no one out there who's got a solution like our clients. Right. So it's a great opportunity for someone to buy into this, you know, incredible uh, industry. Like you said, it's just going to explode that people are doing more and more desk jobs and uh, the research is out there. And so this gets you up and moves, but we, we don't want to give away the company. So tell us a little bit about the opportunity and what's involved and what kind of buyer would be great for this company. Yeah, this is a this is a fantastic uh, company, American company based in uh, Manchester, New Hampshire. You know, they've got a twelve thousand square feet uh, facility out there, and uh, you know they've been doing a great job at uh, you know at, uh, producing products uh, which are uh, you know sit stand desks for uh, the workspace as well as a healthcare product, and they've got a you know um, um, an enterprise. Uh, software as a service-based application. So, you know, it's, and it does about, you know, the company does approximately $6 million uh, in, in revenue and about a million and a half dollars in EBITDA. Yeah, and growing, right? And growing phenomenally. I think it's going to explode with, uh, with the innovation that they're doing in, uh, in, uh, in the uh, wellness tech app. I think it's going to explode. So this is a great... Um acquisition for a tech company. It's a great acquisition for someone in the uh, office furniture space. It, it could be a really good acquisition for uh, a, a company that wants to uh, grow with this incredible technology. Absolutely. Absolutely. This has got, uh, you know, a, a, it's a great company also for any international buyer who's looking to do a foray in the United States. It could be a furniture company. It could be a tech company, wellness tech company out of Asia, out of Europe out of anywhere in the world that's looking to make a, you know, uh, uh, an entry into the U.S. market. Okay, so how best to get in touch with you so they can uh, learn more about the opportunity? The best way to get in touch with me is go to the Transfer Lemonade website, look me up. I'm part of the team there and my email ID is there. So, and, and, and my contact details are available. And we'll drop all that into the show notes. Sunil, thanks for being with us today. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you for having me, Andy. Thanks for tuning into the show today. If you like the podcast, share it with your friends on social media. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. If you have questions, would like to appear, or have suggestions for topics for the show, get in contact with us through our website, thedealboardpodcast.com. Life's soundtrack can feel a bit like... But you can still change the station. With Delta Airlines, you can turn your soundtrack into a global chorus. Delta. Keep climbing.